saying the old name and saying the new name. But it's a privilege to be here, privilege to stand with you in the gospel as we serve the Lord Jesus down in Dunstable and to stand shoulder to shoulder with you as you serve the Lord Jesus up here in Edinburgh. And it's a privilege, above all, to get to look at God's word today. So why don't we pray and ask for his help, for we desperately need it before we begin. Let's pray. Our Father, we've heard that song that encouraged us to be like the Bereans this morning. And we want, as we look at this story where Jesus meets this man, to be just like the Bereans. Help us examine the Bible and help us see what Jesus says is true. And please grant us life in his name we pray. Amen. Okay, well, boys and girls... Everyone, we're going to start this morning by, um, by playing a bit of a game. It's a game that everyone is going to get to play. And um, the game is going to go something like this. I'm going to introduce you to my imaginary friend. Her name is Martha. Here she is. She's going to appear on the screen. And, um, and Martha is eight years old. And I want you to listen to a number of facts I'm going to tell you about Martha. And as you hear about Martha, I want you to ask yourself the question, okay, do I think Martha will be someone who will please her mum and dad... If so, I want you to stick your thumbs up like this. Or from that fact, is Martha going to be someone who doesn't please her mum and dad? And you put your thumbs down like this, okay? So we can have a practice. Thumbs up, everyone. Okay? If we think she pleases her mum and dad, thumbs down. If we don't think she pleases her, brilliant. Okay. First fact about Martha. Martha always works really, really hard at school. She always gives her best to whatever she has to do. From that fact, do we think Martha's going to be someone who will please her mum and dad or not? Thumbs up or thumbs down? She always works hard at school, some cheeky thumbs down, most of the thumbs are up. Okay, okay, yeah. Second fact about Martha. Martha is always really kind at school. If she ever brings any sweets or treats into school, she always shares them with her friends. Now, do we think from that fact Martha is someone who will please her mum and dad or not please? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Okay. I'm spotting the cheeky thumbs. They continue to stay down. Yep, up. Most of the most. Yeah, I think Martha will be someone who pleased her mum and dad. Third fact about Martha. Third fact about Martha. Martha reads her Bible every single day before she goes to sleep. Now, do you think from that fact Martha's going to be someone who will please her mum and dad or not please her mum and dad? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Okay, lots of thumbs up. Thumbs up around the house. Yeah, I think you're right. Fourth and final fact about Martha. Martha never, ever listens to what her mum and dad tell her to do. And if they give her an instruction, she definitely never does it. Now, is Martha going to be someone who will please her mum and dad or not please her mum and dad? Okay, lots of thumbs down, and the cheeky thumbs are going up, as they usually do, okay? Yeah, I think think you're right. I think you're right. You see, hands can go down now. Thank you, guys. Although, on the surface of it, at first, Martha looks like someone who would please her mum and dad lots and lots. Actually, when we scratch the surface we find that she's not someone who pleases her mum and dad because she neither listens to them nor does what they say. And in our Bible story this morning, we're going to meet a man who, on the surface of it, looks like a kind of man who would, who would please Jesus lots. But actually, in the end, we find him not pleasing Jesus, but actually displeasing Jesus, making Jesus sad. You even say that he makes Jesus a bit cross because of what he does. Now, grown-ups, if, you, if you're following along, you might well want to keep the Bible open in front of you back at page 1014 to follow along there. Boys and girls, you don't need to do that. The verses are going to come up on the screen as we go through, but if you'd like to have your Bible open, I encourage people to do that every week. 
to see that what I'm saying is what God is saying to us through his words. Now, um, in order that we get to grips with what this man is like, I could do with a volunteer, and I've got Nathan who's going to step up to the front to give me a hand here. So we're just going to recap very briefly. What is it about this man that we, sh- we learned from our Bible reading? Come on up, Nathan. And then what are we going to make of him? So you don't need to face me. You need to face them. Okay. You standing comfortably? Okay, good. Okay, so first fact about this man, first fact about this man is that... Um, he met Jesus, and um, the, having met Jesus, he, of course, got the T-shirt. So, um, Nathan, do you want to throw this on? There you go. I got it in your size. Did I? There we go. Um, but not only did he meet Jesus, he decided, it wasn't as if he bumped into Jesus. He set out with a plan to go and meet Jesus and to talk to Jesus. Second fact about this man, this man was a really, really good man. How do you picture that? Well, you get a star chart, and this is the man's star chart from just this week. So he's had a good week. He is a really, really good man, does lots of good and kind things. Third fact about this man, he, ha- he has lots of money, which you'd think was well, neither really here nor there, but he didn't get his money from cheating or stealing or lying. He got it through means that were fair and good. Fourth fact about this man, he asked Jesus the most excellent question. A question all about being friends with God. A question all about how people like you and I can go to be in God's kingdom forever and be part of God's kingdom today. Now, boys and girls, grown-ups too, from these facts about this man, do we think this man would be someone who would please Jesus or not please Jesus? Just from these facts, thumbs up or thumbs down? Okay, lots of thumbs up going around the house. Yeah, I think you are spot on, I do think. But the striking thing is that this man doesn't end up pleasing Jesus. In fact, he ends up up making Jesus, displeasing Jesus, making him sad. You could even say making Jesus cross. But why why is that the case? Well, to find out why that's the case, we need to look a little bit closer at what it is this man did because actually this man turns up to be rather a lot like Martha that although on the surface he looks like a really good man he doesn't listen to Jesus and he doesn't do what Jesus says to see that we need to let's have a look at the question that he asked Jesus he asked Jesus this excellent question it said this good teacher what must I do to inherit eternal life what an excellent question what must I do to be friends with God what must I do in order to get to be with God in heaven forever. Surely, isn't that something we all want? Don't we want to know the God who stands above and over creation? The God who's made each and every one of us. The God who loves us. Well, if we want to be friends with God, we need to listen really carefully to what Jesus says, because he's going to teach us how we can be friends with God. Jesus answers this man in two ways. The first thing... He says, we'll look at it in a moment, but the second thing is the most important thing. And this is simply what Jesus said. Very end of verse 21, he says this, come, follow me. Come, follow me. But you know what our man did in our story? Jesus says, come, follow me. But the man turns the other way and walks away. Now, do we think from that fact that this man didn't listen to Jesus nor obey Jesus? Would this man be someone who would please Jesus or not please Jesus, you didn't listen to him. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Okay, lots of thumbs down. Lots of thumbs down. I think you're spot on. That's quite right. He wouldn't be someone who would please Jesus because he's, actually, he's shown himself to be really like Martha. He's, he's on the surface good, but 
He's not done what Jesus has said. So even though he got to meet Jesus and ask him a really excellent question, even though he was rich and hadn't got his money by cheating or stealing or lying, even though he was a really, really good man doing lots of kind and generous things, and even though he had gone, arms up, Nathan, um, to meet Jesus and to seek him out in order that he could speak with him, when Jesus said, come follow me, he turned around and walked the other way. Nathan, thank you for your help. Can we say thank you to Nathan? What was the question he asked? He asked, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? How do I be friends with God? Jesus said, come, follow me. So boys and girls, grown-ups, if we are people who want to live with God as our friend and with certainty that we'll go to be with God in heaven forever, we need to be people who follow Jesus. That is the most important thing for us to do. But what does it look like? What does it mean to follow Jesus? Well... Simply put, it means this. Okay, it means that Jesus is our king and Jesus is our friend. So following Jesus means that Jesus is our king. In other words, we think what Jesus says is the most important thing. We will think he's the one in control and in, in the position of power and the one who knows what is best for us. And so we will do what he teaches us to do. If Jesus is our friend, then it will mean that we'll go, I want to spend time with Jesus. Following Jesus means spending time with him, listening to what he has to say to us, especially in the pages of the Bible, speaking to him in prayer. So following Jesus means having him as our king and as our friend. And above all, following Jesus means every day, everything we do, we will be asking ourselves, do I think this that I'm about to do will please Jesus? Do I think this will please Jesus? And boys and girls, Grown-ups too, do we know why we should want to please Jesus? Well, the reason is clear because actually in our passage it said that Jesus looked at this man who came to him and he loved him. And you know what? Jesus loves you and me too. And the reason that we can be confident of that is because Jesus died on a cross for you and me to forgive us for all the wrong things we have done. That is why we should want to follow Jesus. That's why we should want him as our king and as our friend. And the wonderful truth is the reason that we can follow Jesus is because he has died for us. Meaning that the slate is wiped clean for all of those times that we, like that man, have heard Jesus say, follow me, but have turned away and walked in the opposite direction. So we can be forgiven. So why should we want to follow Jesus? Well, because he loves us. And how can we follow Jesus? Well, because... He's died so we can be forgiven and have a new start. But the question we should naturally ask of this man we met in our story is, well, if Jesus loved him, if following Jesus was the best thing going, and it is, why on earth did he turn and walk away? Well, to be able to answer that question, we need to look at the, at the, the other thing that Jesus said in response to his question. Okay, so what was his question again? Well, his question was this. Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? I said, Jesus said two things. The most important thing Jesus said was, follow me. But the first thing Jesus said was this. He said, go, sell everything you have, and give to the poor, and then come follow me. Go, sell everything you have, and give to the poor. 
But why does Jesus say that? Is Jesus saying to you and me today that if you have any money in your piggy bank, you cannot follow Jesus? Well, no, I don't think so. Instead, to see what Jesus is saying, I could do with one more volunteer, and Duncan's going to step up and give me a hand. Thank you, Duncan Connup. Um, You see, for this, for the man we met in our story, his money, and not Jesus, was the most important thing in his life. His money, and not Jesus, was his king. And so, you could picture it a bit like this. His money took up everything he had. So, all all he dreamed of, all of he did, all that he thought about, was in order that he could serve his money, because he loved his money. And so when Jesus said, um, come follow me, well, it was a bit like trying to ask Duncan, Duncan, I want you to carry another ball. Can you do that? No? Okay. I'm trying to try again. I think you can... No? Okay. Okay, third time. It's it's your third and last time, Duncan. Okay. No, no, it's not going to work. Okay, so in the same way that it is impossible for Duncan to carry that exercise ball and this one at the same time. So it was impossible for the man in our story to have his money be the most important thing in his life and also to try and follow Jesus. Because, well, it would be like Duncan trying to carry two exercise balls. It is impossible. That is why Jesus said, go sell everything you have and give to the poor and then come follow me because it was only when the man had his money stop being the most important thing in his life that he could then follow Jesus so Duncan can very easily carry this ball but the first thing he has to do is he has to put the other one down and once he's put that one down he can then carry the second ball but it wasn't until he'd done that that put the first ball down that he could carry the second and the man that Jesus met could never follow Jesus until his money stopped being his king. It stopped being most important. Duncan, thank you for your help. You can go and take your seat now. Can we say thank you to Duncan? Now, you might be sat there thinking, well, this is fine for me because I really, I don't get very much pocket money or I don't have very much money in the bank. So is following Jesus a really easy thing for you to do Well, no, unfortunately it's not, because it's not just our money that can become the most important thing to us. There's a whole load of things that can become the most important thing to us. So our work at school, or our friends, um, or our sports team that we play for, or follow and support, or our job, or status, or our looks, all of these things can become most important and can stop us from following Jesus. So if we are to be those people who hear Jesus call to come follow me, well, what do we need to do in order that we can follow him? Well, we just need to do what the man in the story was told to do. We need to do three things. First up, we need to recognize that something has become more important to us than the Lord Jesus. Something is number one in our lives other than Jesus. And recognizing that, we need to say sorry. Second thing we need to do, we need to put that thing down. And stop having it be the most important thing in our lives. And thirdly, we need to pick up following Jesus. And it's only when we've put the other thing down that we can then start following Jesus. 
That is how someone becomes a Christian. If you're not a Christian here today, that's what it means. It means following Jesus means putting down whatever is most important to you and picking up following Jesus, having him be your friend and your king. And if you're sat there thinking, well, actually, I am already a Christian. So does that mean this whole process is, I don't need to do this anymore? Well, actually, no. If you're a Christian, you need to do this thing every single day because every single day we will find something else standing in Jesus' place, being our friend, being our king. Every single day we need to say, Jesus, something else is more important to me than you or is in danger of it. And we need to put it down and we need to pick up following Jesus every single day. If you're a Christian, that's something you should be doing every single day. Before we finish, boys and girls, I've got some bad news. The bad news is this, is that you and I can't do this on our own. You can't do it on your own. But the good news is this, is that with Jesus' help, we can. And that's right at the very end of our Bible reading. That's why Jesus said this. He said, with man, this is impos- it's impossible to put something else down and start following Jesus. With man, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible with God. And it's because God helps us that we can put something else down and start living, following Jesus. I hope and pray, boys and girls, you and grown-ups too, we all would be those who do just that, trusting in Jesus' help, be those who put down other things every day and keep following Jesus. Why don't I pray and ask for his help to do just that?